You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. When the force of circumstances causes you, in some sense, to lose your equilibrium, return to yourself with all speed and never lose the rhythm for any longer than you must, for you will be more in control of the measure if you return to it again and again. Marcus Aurelius, Meditation 6.11. In this episode of Lesbertarian, we're going to discuss being principled in a time where it is very hard to be principled. Welcome to Lesbertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Shang. Throw on your flannel, rent your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. I love the meditations from Marcus Aurelius. They're, it's a little, they're a little complex to get into. This was more of a journal he was writing to himself that became philosophical writings later for future philosophers and people to meditate upon. And whether he thought they were going to get out in the public or not doesn't necessarily matter. I think a lot of the wisdom that he talks about is very important throughout the years. One of the other quotes from the meditations that I think really aligns with what we're going to talk about in this episode from Meditation 7.2. Your principles have life in them, for how can they perish unless the ideas that correspond to them are extinguished, and it is up to you to be constantly fanning them into a new flame. I'm finding that in this time, which I can understand we're in a situation where we went from pandemic and government control over that situation to riots and people burning down things, tearing down statues to people importantly getting snatched up by people in unmarked vehicles and taken to locations we have no clue about. And that is an interesting situation to be in. This is a hard time to focus on principles. And libertarians have really missed out on a lot of things because of the focus the focus on the desperation, the losing hope. I've seen all sorts of people say, hey, I'm almost going to be turned into a fascist for this. You see some people that were more middle-of-the-road libertarian, either leaning more left or right, depending on these situations, and people just completely trampling their principles and deciding we're in a different situation. I don't think these things hold up. I've seen people talking about how they don't think the NAP applies and all of that, and I'm wondering... How are these people interpreting any of the principles that they say they used to follow that they just have thrown out the window? Did they completely understand it? And I know that's an easy excuse to say, hey, well, if somebody decides that my principles, that if they agree with me and they say they no longer work, then they must not be following the same thing I am. Maybe they didn't understand it, but I start to wonder if people really did ever believe in these things, or did they ever put them to the test? Because I find it's easy to look at an idea and go, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds perfect. I'm going to follow that. And then when times get tough, throw them right out the window. If you don't really have a moral code of any sort, how the heck do you expect to go through life? You're going to be rudderless. You're going to be angry about things. 
And I've noticed that people will interpret the NAP to mean whatever they like, just as people do with the Bible, as people do with a lot of things. They will interpret it the way they want. And you can have people saying the NAP, the non-aggression principle, means that I have no way to defend myself at all. And a lot of people like to, when they want to trash on it, they'll say, well, it's too... I'm not a pacifist if somebody does this to me, if they are trying to wipe out a group of people specifically, they're going, well, you know, NAP doesn't apply. But at the same time, if a group really is trying to actively take you out, I can see how the NAP can be interpreted to say, hey, I'm doing this as an act of self-defense. It's an interesting thing to sit and try to figure out what exactly the NAP means and how it can be universally applied to everything. Can it be universally applied to everything? This is where I think Libertarians should have been prepared for things. Now, I'm not saying that we knew a pandemic was coming and that we we're going to have all these riots, but for principled people, this is the time where your principles matter the most. If they cannot be put to the test, I don't know why you're following them. And people will probably say, how can you even think of a situation like this? It's not that we need to know the situation 100% because we're not clairvoyant. We're not going to see into the future. We don't understand what's coming next. The thing I'm talking about is that if you even have to sit and visualize some of the most heinous things going on in your life, heinous things around the world that are happening, and being able to apply your principles, I feel like this is something that a lot of people can incorporate into their lives. I do it a lot. It's a technique called negative visualization. And it's something that I use, and it's not for everybody. This is a, just a suggestion for people who really just want to get to the bottom of some ideas or maybe some fears or anxieties, is to sit down and think of a situation and think of all of the terrible outcomes that can happen. Say maybe there's, I started with something that involved just my job, losing my job, actually sitting down and visualizing what it'd be like to be fired. I've been fired before. So, and of course that still can happen as things keep closing down here in Nevada and people are getting more and more scared that they're going to run out of money because we keep closing things down, even the schools. So it's still a real possibility to lose my job. But I would sit there and visualize my boss trying to give me the patronizing words before I'm fired and really experiencing the pain and worry and fear that would happen and the tight smile on my face as I try to pretend like I'm not ready to lose it and cry and be worried and thinking about how am I going to pay my bills and all of that. And just sitting down and visualizing that and rating on a scale of zero to a hundred, how uncomfortable that made me feel. And then doing it over and over again, maybe three times in a session and then doing that several times a week. And that's not to say you're going to be happy about something terrible happen happening to you later. It's just to prepare you so when a situation happens, it's more like deja vu to you. You're just thinking, well, I knew this was coming. And because I sat down and thought about it, I thought about a path forward. If this actually happens, it doesn't guarantee it'll happen. And I'll even do that sometimes with things that I believe. Do I believe that uh, I should turn the other cheek more often than not? I think of situations where if I turn my cheek and the person that I decided to forgive screwed me over again, how would I deal with that? How would I feel about that? Or if it's just better to separate from this person, or in the case of something big like this, a pandemic, you're thinking, okay, what am I going to do? What could happen, say, if 
the government finally got to this gigantic communist control, how am I going to survive that? Instead of sitting around going, well, of course, uh, I would stay principled. It's easy said, easier said than done. But a lot of people don't sit down and go, okay, all the stuff that I believe, is it really going to matter? Is it going to really fly out the window once something terrible happens to me? And sit down and visualize, visualize what kind of terrible things can happen. It seems like it's a negative thing, but I feel like a lot of the fear that we deal with comes from the unknown, not knowing what to do or where to go. And if you sit down and think of all these poss possibilities, not all of them could happen. Actually, something positive could happen. It's just being prepared. The unknown is what people are scared of. And the unknown and not knowing where we're going in the future and feeling like there is no out, there's no plan and your life is out of control will make you become an unprincipled person. You'll be ready to throw everything out the window either to feel safe whether you get that safety from trying to believe in the government all of a sudden, which you never should, or you just say, you know what, I'm going to become this kind of person over here, huddled in the corner with my guns and just living my life in fear and anger is not going to work. And one of the things that has kept me steady during this pandemic and everything was just to think about something called the dichotomy of control. It's just trying to understand what you control in your life and what you don't control in your life. The things that you control in your life are your actions and your reactions to things. If you can get under control what you control, then that'll actually give you a heck of a lot more freedom. It sounds simple, might sound stupid. I'm telling you, this is something that I do as well a lot that helps is just sitting down in every situation that you're having trouble in. Think about what you can control in that situation. You can't control another person in their actions. You can possibly influence their actions, but you can't just wind them up like a toy and put them on the path you want. It's a lot harder to control somebody else. So why try to do that? And I even look at the things that are going on in the world right now and go, you know what? I can't control everything that's going on. I can try doing my part, sit down and I'll even write it out saying, what can I do in this situation? Can I stop every single person from rioting? No, I cannot. What can I do? I can try to make sure the people that are around me just have some sort of positivity. Somebody who is talking about how we can go forward in life, positive things, how best to try to reframe anxiety and anxious moments into something a little more positive, trying to affect people that way so maybe their mindsets will change and they'll be able to continue living without being crumpled in, in fear and anxiety and trying to do my part to impart liberty and try to educate people and try to give opinions and thoughts that are different than what they're used to or trying to help somebody back onto the path that they walked away from and just doing my part to affect people's lives as much as I can because we can't control everything in the world. That's impossible. We couldn't ever do that. And the fact that we just stare at the news and just we become depressed and hopeless because we're so focused on, oh, I can't control the things that are out of my control, which makes, if you sat down and thought about the phrase, these things are out of my control. And so I'm going to allow my mindset to be out of control because these things can't be controlled. And so I'm going to be hopeless. Think about what you can control in your life because the only life you can live is yours. So sit down and think about, okay, how am I going to react to all this stuff going on? Yes, it's sad. And you can allow yourself to have that moment to say, this is sad. This is upsetting, but do not let it take you away and control you and change your heart and your mind to an angry person because you are going to be living a life that's unfulfilled if you continue doing that. So I don't want to 
talk at you for a super long time. I just want to give some encouragement, some ways to reframe thoughts and think about things that could possibly still happen in your future and just sit down, I'd say, and try to figure out where life can lead you and prepare yourself for those avenues you can be led down. And that's an important message at this time. Now that I've rambled on for a while, thank you guys for joining me. We're going to have some interviews eventually coming up. I'm trying to get some of those scheduled, but I just thought I would drop you a little tidbit, some information. It's been a while, but guys, I want to hear from you. You can reach me at Twitter, Lesbertarian. You can go to Facebook and search out Lesbertarian, Instagram, Lesbertarian, and Lesbertarian at gmail.com. Until next time, love one another. Love one another.